What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Moose Melt Podcast. Episode 54, it's the one-year anniversary. I'm your host, Ryan. Waiting for Matt to join us, but thank you for joining us nonetheless. Because, yes, like I said, one-year anniversary. Officially been doing the podcast for a year. So I just want to start and thank everybody that's followed, that's watched an episode, that's listened to an episode, that's downloaded, that's followed, that's done anything. I appreciate you. Um, it means a lot that, you know, I exceeded our my expectation for the year. We're at like about 112 followers on Instagram, which is awesome. My, my goal was for 100 over the year. And um, yeah, here's Matt. He can join us in our celebration. What's up, buddy? Oh, shit. It's got the merch. Hi. What's up, buddy? <laughs> Not much. How are you? Good. Nice. I was just hearing your little opening there as I was coming in. Yeah, I just, I just wanted to thank everybody because, you know, we wouldn't be still doing this after a year if it wasn't for everybody that, you know, watches, bounces in, comments, follows, you know, all that stuff. So I so appreciate true. it. So true. So true. Um, You watched a lot of shit this week, eh? Sure did, buddy. Sure did. I like uh, barely watched anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I can dive into that right away if you want, but um, yeah, I watched a lot this week because... I don't know. I was in the mood to watch things and I just hammered away at things. Boom, 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 boom. So, um, if you want me to hop right in, I can. Oh, I mean, I didn't, sorry, if you had more to say, I, I didn't mean to impose. Oh, you're never imposing. You pop that shirt off and impose more <laughs> and if you want. They used to say you pop that shirt off and, impo- and impose. Mm. And impose. Um, um, no, so, yeah, I, uh, I started the week off with the Dexter finale which was Sunday. Um, yeah, it was really good. I enjoyed it. Had a, a few plot issues that I wasn't huge on, but it's way, 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 way better than the, the last, last one. season of Dexter. So yeah, um, I recommend it for any Dexter fan out there that maybe thought the last season of Dexter was awful. This kind of <laughs> redeemed it in a small amount. There's still some issues, but overall, I enjoyed it. I like where it's going and potentially carrying on if they want to do another season so nice nice yeah i know a lot, i know a lot of people who have said like that last season was just terrible so yeah it was, it was absolute dog shit one yeah. of the worst seasons of a end of seasons of a show ever period oh yeah that's that's too bad yeah it's, it's <laughs> not great um also watched the entirety of the witcher season two um, huge fan of the game. I had never read the books, so if people are a huge book fan and they're like, "Hey, it didn't match the books," yeah, was yeah, book, yeah. Was it a book first and then a video yeah. game? It's a, a a book first, then it got adapted to a video game, and now it's adapted to a show. Um, I played Witcher three for PlayStation. I have never played the first two games. I know they're pretty dated at this point, so um, yeah not a PC guy, so I'm not going to jump into those two games, but 
really enjoyed The Witcher 3. It's like an open world RPG, basically, where you're um, slaying monsters across the world. Basically, a witcher is like basically a demon slayer that's hired on to slay monsters that are bothering people in the in the world of The Witcher, basically. But um, yeah, the show is really good. I like the first season a lot. Um, had some pacing issues, had some editing issues, in my opinion, but um, really enjoyed it. Second season, nice. I think it's better than the first season. So Nice. That's a good thing. Yeah, so... Uh, I recommend that if you're a fan of The Witcher or you've never seen The Witcher, like my mom's not a video game fan at all. Yeah. Doesn't play video games. Actually love the show. So I think you can hop in even if you're not a fan of the games or the books and really enjoy it. So did you ever see the show called Vikings? I think it's called. I've never seen it, but no, I, I, I've heard of it, but I've never seen it. Kate got super into that. She really liked it, which was weird. I thought it was weird, but I'm not into like really. Like Maybe high fantasy type stuff yeah, generally. Me, like me neither. Me neither. Um like I do Lord, Lord of the Rings and stuff like that even. So neither do I. I mean I've seen the movies, but like I'm not a huge Lord of the Rings guy. I think the movies are actually pretty boring, but um yeah, me too. I don't know. I for some reason the Witcher just like clicks with me for some reason. Maybe it's Henry Cavill, maybe yeah. it's um the girl that plays um um fuck, I can't even think of her name right now. But the main chick uh, <laughs> fucking gorgeous. So, ties me in there too. Um, very nice. Yeah, it's great. Um, <laughs> it's really great. <laughs> it's really great. I, I really appreciate her, her beauty. <laughs> um, the challenge finale, uh, challenge all stars is on um, Paramount Plus. Watch that. Um, I highly recommend. Uh, the challenge all stars over the main seasons. It's got all the like classic challenger people in it from like old school MTV era. And it's just way better than the original series. So cool. if you're a challenge fan and haven't hit that up, I recommend that. Man, uh, you're, you're on it this week. Damn. Oh, I'm on it. I'm on it, baby. I'm on it. Um, Peacemaker. Episode one, two, and three came out on yesterday, Thursday. Astonishing news and reviews has been like yapping about it nonstop. He fucking loves it. So fucking good. So (laughs) fucking good. Maybe maybe after I watch Suicide Squad, I'll watch that. Yeah, yeah. So I I I, uh, sent Matt Suicide Squad as a gift, and I'm making him watch it, whether he wants to or not now. He has no choice. It was a gift. Yeah. He has to watch it. True. It's true. I owe it at least that. Yeah. I think you'll enjoy it. I mean, it's very I James Gunn. I, th- I know, very I'll, I know I'll enjoy it. Just from like the reviews, the reviews I've heard of it and like the podcasts I've listened to with people talking about it and even just you talking about it and like my other friends. I know I'll like it. So did you watch the original Suicide Squad? No. You should watch that first. Really? It's not good. No, it's not see, I don't think I'll be able to do that, but we'll see. But I don't think so. But it's like characters do carry over into the set into the James Gunn one. Yeah, but I've heard that the characters' development in the first one is really nothing. So it's like oh, I it's feel nothing. like I'll, I'll probably be able to just pick up what I need to pick up. I think you will, but like I think you'd appreciate elements of the beginning of the second movie more if you've seen the first one. But it's not necessary, like totally. But I'm not gonna lie. There's a You're not gonna watch the super one. strong to almost guaranteed chance that I'm not watching the worst it's really bad. DC movie. It's not the worst. Just so I can enjoy good. the best one. Yeah. 
That's fair. That's fair. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I there's elements of the first one that are fine. No, mostly Harley Quinn. I love Harley Quinn. I love yeah. uh, Margot. Uh, yeah. Uh, Margot, but um, what I've seen of her as uh, as uh, what's her name, uh, Harley Quinn, uh, she's yeah. really good. So, yeah, I'm a big fan. She's beautiful. But um, anyway, Peacemaker is excellent. It's very very funny. There's obviously no spoilers going on here. I don't want to ruin it for anybody, uh, especially Matt. But um, <laughs> it's really really funny. Really really good. John Cena is awesome as Peacemaker. It's a very adult, very gory, very um, explicit show. You know, you probably don't want to watch it with kids or anything like that, but it's, uh, it's, it's reminiscent of Daredevil. Like it's very nice. like, yeah, sexual, adult, funny, very good. Um, but it has that like guardians element of like music tied into like every episode and like stuff like that, where you cool. can totally see the like, guardians influences in the episodes. Very cool. It's really good. Yeah. Um, <coughs> lastly, afterlife season three came out today. I watched the entire thing this morning. Uh, it's only six episodes. They're only like 25 minute episodes. So it's not like a huge commitment or anything like that. But uh, if you like Ricky Gervais, I highly recommend the series. Uh, this is the last season, season three. Um, it's a very sad show. There's like very sad elements of it. Like I balled this morning at the finale. Like it's not, it's not constant comedy show. Um, deals with a lot of very like adult, heavy shit yeah it's deals with death it deals with loss it deals with a lot of things suicide so if if anybody has like you know that kind of issues you're probably not going to take the show but um i just think it has very positive elements too and it's very like um how to deal with that stuff and how to move on from those things and uh very funny so nice uh, i'm a huge ricky gervais fan and uh if you're if you enjoy his stuff i think you'll enjoy it so I'd recommend that as well. And then obviously Book of Boba Fett. Um, I watched that and no scream. I can't find a copy of scream that leaked or anything online. So I have not seen that movie. I cannot review that movie. I do not want spoilers for that movie. So if you tweet me or message me and say, Hey, scream this, scream that I will kill you. <laughs> there you have it folks. Yeah. So Matthew, I put it to you. Mm, that's a lot of stuff to watch. I didn't really get to watch a lot this week because I um, was busy. I was super busy this week. This week was kind of like my first week of like um, starting kind of my like New Year's resolutions. Like my need to get in better shape, right? So I'm kind of <laughs> been working on that. It's been a good little challenging week, but it's been good. Sorry, yeah. there's no reason not to have goals, man. You what? Goals are fine. See, goals are fine. Goals are good. Yeah. So yeah. So uh, yeah. So I kind of started doing that this week, and it kind of took up more of my time than normal. So that's all right. Hit the gym a few times, and that's a good boy. Yeah. So I need you to hit 90, 95 years old, buddy. So you got to hit that gym. Ninety-five. I want you decrepit as fuck, so I can take <laughs> full advantage of you. <laughs> is it elder abuse if the other person abusing me is also? An elderly person? No, that's just hot. <laughs> Two dozen five-year-olds just makes a good porn. That's good. Get yeah, some Vaseline out there. And <laughs> a lot of Vaseline, a lot of curtains. That's all you need. Curtains? 
Yeah, you don't want to see that shit. Nobody else wants to see that. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Let's put it around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You you want a full like hazmat suit after that? That's funny. Um. So what did I watch this week? So yeah, like the the main thing I watched this week, we watched uh this show called Happy Valley. I've it's heard like of it, a, but I haven't seen it. It's like a British. I don't even know. It's kind of like a mystery, I guess. It's like a cop and like uh okay how much am i gonna botch this let's see it's a it's a cop who like is taking care of like her dead daughter's kid and like the the dad of the guy of the kid fuck i'm gonna screw this up just a good movie a good tv series uh it's too it's way too complex it's not really like my normal um like style of stuff that I watch, right? So sounds right up my alley. Yeah, it it sounds like it's right up your alley. Like Kate wanted to watch yeah. it, so I was like, yeah, all right, well, let's watch it, right? So did she like, finish the session? No, she stopped because she was like, this is too like uh like depressing. These people are like super depressing. I think she got. I don't even think she finished the first season. I think she only got to like six or seven and then stopped. If I can, if I can say one thing, this is my goal is tell her to finish the first season because it ends on such a fucking huge cliffhanger that I guarantee if she makes it to the end of the first season, she's going to want to watch the second season. I think uh, I think she was like actually like getting like anxiety from it. Well, it's, it, it's very tense and it's a very mm-hmm. awkward show. So like anybody that has social anxiety or anything like that, like it definitely pushes those buttons where it's like purposely as awkward as it can be in circumstances like that. But yeah. That show is good, man. It's winning like Golden Globes and nominated yeah. for like, Emmys and shit. Like, it's fucking so good, dude. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. So, yeah, Happy Valley, even though I didn't describe it very well, it's good. It's like a mystery kind of thing. But it's, yeah, it's only like the episodes are about an hour each. I think there's like Where's six. That? Uh, I think we actually had to get like an extra like add on package on Prime to get it. So, but it was like a free trial. So, I think we just like started the trial and then we'll. So, take How it off. but there's, I think there's three seasons. She or two seasons, and they're filming a third one now. I think. Okay. Uh, and uh, Kate's, I think Kate's seen both seasons, but she's like, it's been a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's some about, like, I, I mean, I, I'm same as her probably in that way where showing somebody something for the first time and like getting to enjoy it again for a second time through their eyes is like, yeah. I don't know. There's something about that that like is really cool. I don't know. I, I'm sure most people are like, no, I don't want to watch anything for the second time. But yeah, I, I, don't know, I, I love showing something to, some, to somebody for the first time. Me too. Me too. Yeah. yeah. Because there's just so many good times. Like, I remember even like we used to watch South Park like crazy. And then like, oh, I remember, yeah. I remember like when I started hanging out with Craig, I was like, yeah. at that point, I had been watching South Park for like, I think it was up to like season six or seven or something like that. Or maybe, yeah. I, don't, I don't remember. Anyway. And uh, I, I, when I started hanging out with him, I'm like, "Oh, do you ever watch South Park?" And he's like, "Oh, like I watched it when I was younger, and it's like it's like fine, but I don't really watch it." And I was like, yeah, sure. "We should get super baked and watch some South Park," and like it became like this huge thing. It's like all we did would just hang out, and watch South Park, smoke weed, and like yeah, man, this is off. There's something about like the the. Um the laughter that's like contagious yeah, in those shows totally. where like, even if you're watching it for the second or third time with somebody that has never seen it, it just, it makes it that much funnier at that yep. time. Again, like it, it just raises the bar of like, 
you see it through somebody else's eyes and it just brings it up that to that level you know yeah man so so yeah um where else was i going with what else did i watch the thing i watched this week was after i watched boba fett i was like i don't want to watch solo <laughs> oh really so i watched uh I watched Solo, and it was, uh, I mean, it was still what I remember it being. I actually, like, don't mind that movie. I mean, there's definitely, it has some of the cringiest shit in Star Wars in it, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Like, when he gets his name, like, when yeah, he goes to the Imperial thing, and he's like, they're like, what's your name? He's like, Han, and they're like, what's your last name? Or what's your people's name, or whatever, and he's like, yeah. I don't have any people. And they're like, Solo. Yeah, it's so like, bad. Oh my god, really? Is that really where he got um, his name from? It's terrible. I don't remember that movie almost at all because when I watched it, I watched it once. That's the one Star Wars film that's come out in our life that I didn't see in theaters because I thought it looked terrible. Um, I only watched it once and I hated it, so I never watched it again. I should watch it again, but I just remember being very cringy. I have to say that I actually it takes about thirty minutes, but like I actually find. I can't, I'm not even going to try to say his name. The lead guy who plays Han. I actually find he does a really good job at like being that character and still try, and still kind of making it his own thing. But like, right. I see a lot of the similarities. It just takes a little bit of getting used to because it's just like you're so used to it being Harrison Ford and it's just weird yeah. that it isn't. But sure. But I don't um, know. Like, I actually don't mind it. But there's just like, there's a few too many cringy things. And then there's like, um, Lando's robot there, L3, who's played by that girl from um, Fleabag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, and it's like, it's, she's just, it's just like super like robot rights thing. And I'm just like, oh my God, this is just so like cram it down your throat. Like, it's, yeah. again, I'm all for inclusion, but it's just like when it's done like that, I'm like, it's just so cringy. It's just. Phoebe Waller Bridge. Phoebe Waller Bridge. Yeah, no, I, I I agree with you. I I found it very cringy. I found the dialogue really badly written, and um, the entire time I was watching that movie, I was like, I want to be doing anything but watching this movie. So I never went back and seen it, seen it a second time because I just I hated it the first time. But um, I should go back and see it again just just cause. But there's um, a lot there's a lot of hidden stuff in there that like I'm not saying it's like an amazing movie it's definitely in the low low levels of the Star Wars rankings for me but it's just like there's a lot of like super interesting ideas in there like Crimson Dawn is like an awesome inclusion into the uh, Star Wars universe and like I will talk about when we get into Boba Fett but I actually kind of feel like we might actually be heading into some Crimson Dawn stuff and that's actually what sparked my rewatch was I'm like as we got to the end of Boba Fett and we started talking about like rival gangs and bigger threats and stuff like that. I'm like, at this time, I believe the Crimson Dawn is still a thing in this, at this timeline in star Wars. So like, sure. to wonder if maybe that might be a something that we might be seeing soon. So. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. It's weird that that actor that played Han did not do pretty much anything since. Yeah. Um, so it kind of, it's, it's very awkward that like maybe he was very unappreciated for that movie and he didn't get yeah. many other roles. But um, yeah, I don't know. His name's Alden. Uh, Alden Alden Reich or something. Yeah, Aaron, Aaron Reich. I'm not sure how to say it, but uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I didn't enjoy him. 
in any way in that movie. But and I, I know you don't like Donald Glover, but I do like Donald Glover, and I saw you. I know you do, <laughs> but I like him, and I thought he did a really good uh, Lando. He he gets that voice just so fucking perfect. I think he's one of the most overrated actors in the world. I just I don't find him funny. I don't find him talented. I think his music sucks. I I cannot. I I don't see the joy in that man. But I appreciate that people enjoy his stuff. I just it's not for me. I like his music, and I I I shouldn't say I really like him as an actor because really outside of Solo and Community, and like when I look at Community, I'm not watching it and be like, man, these guys are great actors. Like I watch Community because I think it's funny as fuck. But like, yeah, I don't. It's not that I, you know, even upon like when I watch it now, like there's things in it that I find cringy. But that yeah, being sure. said, like there's also a lot of shit in it where I'm like. Man, that would not be if that was being made today. That wouldn't be in here. There's so much of that, oh, especially sure. the first two seasons where Pierce, where uh, uh, Chevy yeah. Chase's character is like yeah. prominent. Like, oh my god, there's so many sure. parts that are just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm not really familiar with that show, but I love Jillian Jacobs. Um, She's very funny. Series, yeah, from the series Love, like I absolutely adore her. So. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I appreciate her, and obviously Chevy Chase, like in Christmas Vacation and shit like that. Like, yeah, the 80s movies he was in was fucking top notch. But um, the rest of that, the rest of that show, I just you've showed me a few episodes here and there, and they're they're okay. But it's yeah. not a series where I'd be like, oh, that's a that's a high tier fucking sitcom. Like to me, it's like bottom tier, you know? Yeah. I think I think it's a little different for us too because I feel like you have you need more room in your like ranking because like for me like I'm soup I'm very like one sided almost when it comes to like the TV yeah. shows I watch like it, like they're all comedies <laughs> like everything's yeah. comedy right and it's just like because it's just like that's what keeps me like no sure I'm not and, saying that's always the case but it's just like there's a lot of stuff that I've watched. And again, like, it's not like I watch it right through, but it's like, there's a lot of stuff that I watch that everyone's like, oh, you got to give it this much time. And I'm just like, man, I I cannot commit that kind of time to something that I cannot watch. Like, I just... Your attention span is very small. Yeah, it's like... And I don't mean that in a negative way. Like, that's just you. Like, you have a very small attention span, and if I something do. doesn't help you, then you're out. And that's fine. That That's... Your time to you is precious to that level and if something doesn't meet your expectation at that level then you're out and that's that's an okay way to be because i think like a, a lot of times you see that in video games where people are like oh this video game's great you just have to wait till like 25 hours in where it really hits its stride and it's like <laughs> motherfucker i'm not jumping into this this game 25 hours deep for it to get good like yeah there, there's a game coming out in a few weeks called dying light 2 and the developer came out and was like, to do everything in this game is going to take you 200 hours. Jeez. And I'm like, I'm not putting 200 hours into this game. It's not going to happen. Like, you might get 50, 60 hours out of me at yeah. most. Yeah, and yeah. then I'm out. Yeah. So, On to the next like, thing. Yeah, like, I don't have the time anymore to put 60 hours into a game. So that game has to be really fucking compelling to get yeah. me to hook 60 oh, hours deep. Mm-hmm. And like a movie or a series that's like, oh, it's great in season three, but you have yeah. to get through two seasons of garbage to get there. And it's like, yeah, dude, I'm out. Uh, yeah. If it doesn't hook me by episode three, I got to bounce. 
the thing is, is like I, I can do it. it. It's harder for me to like catch up. So like I'll use like Clone Wars as a, an example. So it's like I've seen like up to season almost season four. And then I saw half of season seven, the last one that just came out recently. And I skipped all the good stuff in the middle. But it's just like it, they're 25 episodes. I know they're only 30 minutes or 20 minutes, but like it's still. It's not. Like, and, and it's and it's funny because I say to my friends who are so in love with Clone Wars, they're I'm like, can I skip this shit? Like, can I just get to the good shit? And they're like, no, because it's all about development of these clones and really how different they all are. Right. And, and uh, I, <laughs> like, yeah. I just I can't do it. I can't do it. It's too much, right? Even so, even with Star Wars Rebels, like, which is now like one of my favorite things about star Wars, like top three. Um, but like when I first got, I mean, I watched the first season when it kind of came out or a little bit after, maybe a year after. And then I stopped for like four years. And then yeah. when I went back to it, I was like, fuck, I have like three seasons of at 20. I basically have like 80, almost 80 episodes to catch up on. It's too much. And it was super daunting. It took me like three or four months because I was actually like making myself like sit down and watch them like I wasn't like yeah. I was committing to them and sure. uh, yeah it took once I got to the last step I remember like the last second last episode something like huge happens and I was like we get to the next one and then I didn't even realize it was done and I'm like what that's it <laughs> yeah no it's, it's it's really hard because like there's a lot of old shows that I would recommend people to watch like I'm a huge Lost fan. I'm a huge X-Files fan. Uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like stuff like that. But I'm like, I recognize that like, yeah, these are 22 to 24 episode seasons. Yep. There's good episodes in the first season. They're very dated now. They yes. took place. Some of these shows took place in like the 80s and 90s. Like, like X-Files, the first season was in 89. It's super dated. It does not hold up. Like, it's hard to watch. Yeah. And to get somebody to commit to, like, hey, you have to watch 22 episodes so that you can enjoy season three, season four, season five, so on and so forth, where the show gets really, really good. That's it's too much. Like, yeah. um, these series, they, they had to go that long because they had these season commitments, but yeah. they also wanted to hit that mark, that 100-episode mark where they could get in syndication. And... um yeah, that was like the bar with a hundred episodes. Okay, now you're syndicated. Now you can be on continually. Yeah. And, um, to get to that mark, these these series, you know, hit ten seasons, and they didn't need ten seasons. They could have done the story in five. Right. But they drag it out, you know. And, yeah. Um, it's well, hard. It's, it's tough. It's it's interesting because it kind of brings up the point of like if you look at it from like a nostalgic purpose, right? And it's like. You know, I'll use like Ninja Turtles as a great example. It's like sure. I love the toys. Some of them. Oh no! Oh, I'm freezing again. Oh, am I Not freezing? Good. I'm good. Okay. Not as good for me. Um. So yeah. So like, I, once I kind of got deep into the figures, I was like, I'm gonna go back and watch them. I think I watched the first season, and by the end, I was like struggling pretty hard to like stay with it and like i think i got like two episodes into the second season and i was already i was like i'm not doing this <laughs> i think as a kid you have a different attention span maybe or or at least you don't pay attention enough to it where it matters like time's kind of irrelevant when you're five or six or seven or whatever that mm -hmm. you don't really realize time passing you don't really understand like 
the week because you're not going to work, you're not, you know, yeah. whatever. But now our time is so precious to us that like spending two, three hours watching a show, if it doesn't hook you or doesn't compel you, like you got to bounce. There's other things to do. There's wives, girlfriends, boyfriends, kids, whatever the case may be um, in your life. And you, yeah. And, and you just don't have the time to go like, I would rather be watching this two hour episode that I'm not really enjoying rather than, you know, having dinner with my girlfriend, wife, kid, baby, family, girlfriend, husband, mom, whatever. dad, grandpa, like whatever the case is, there's just other things to do. And like, yeah. it's the same with football. Like I love football, but there's also games where I'm like, okay, it's halftime and this team's winning 21, nothing. It's off. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't have any time to go. I'm going to watch the next two hours of this game when my team's good and creamed. I just don't, yeah. I don't care enough. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, football too, right? Well, football playoffs start tomorrow, like, and I'm super excited for tomorrow because I'm both games are great, and I'm watching it with my buddy tomorrow. But I'm like, we're gonna watch eight hours of football together, and if this game sucks, that's gonna suck. That's eight hours I'm not gonna get back, and there's other things I could be doing, you know. <laughs> I get it. I get it. But no, I uh, it's it's it can it can be said for anything: a video game, a movie, a show, anything is. If it doesn't compel you within the first couple hours, to me, it's like, all right, you got to go. You got to quit it. Yeah, it's true. I'm very much like that. I can't stay with something that's not good. So, But it doesn't work for music. Mm. Because there's so many times where I listen to an album for the first time and I'm like, meh. Didn't do it for me, you know what? I feel like music is very, like, situational, too. It's so situational. It's what? It's very situational. Yeah. It's seasonal. It's time of day. It's yeah. are you listening to it in headphones or on a stereo? Like, there's so many different variations of an album, and there's so many times where I listen to an album for the first time, and I go, "Oh, that's way worse than their last album. I didn't like that at all." And then I listen to it in the right setting, in the right mood, in the right time of day, in the right season, and I go, "Oh my god, this move, this album was amazing." What was I thinking? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's that's the same for me. I've had lots of times where I put something on when I first got it. Like I remember when I first bought an Alkaline Trio CD. I think I was uh, from here to Infirmatory, and yeah. uh, I bought it. I listened to it once or twice, and I was like, "Yeah, it's not really sure. for me." Put it on my shelf, and I think I revisited it like three years later or something like that, or two years later maybe. Like it was right when the next album was about to come out. I got into it about a month before it was supposed to come out by accident. Like I kind of just was like, let's just give, I didn't even know they had a new album coming out because I wasn't really paying attention to them because I didn't care for it, right? Sure. And then like I listened to it and I was just like, holy shit, this is amazing. And then I actually got to be like excited. I got, I basically got into the first album and then as soon as that one was kind of like, you know, phasing out, I, I got to go into the next one, right? It was super cool. Yeah, like, it's it's weird now, the time we live in, because we know things so far ahead of time and the internet and everything like that, like, we have release dates, you know, at the ready. If you're yeah. excited for yeah. an album, you know it's coming out six months from now, you know the date, you know but, the but single. In, in fairness, when we were both really into music, we had access to that, too. Kind of. Not but, when we first like, listened to it. Like when I first listened to it, it is different. It's just like collecting well, like, toys. I'm thinking like for, like late nineties, 
I remember yeah. when um, Spiritual Machines for Our Lady Peace came out. I had no idea that album was coming out. Like It was a total surprise to me. It dropped, and I was like, I feel like their last album just came out, and now all of a sudden I have this new album, and I'm stoked. I'm like, super excited, but um, I didn't know. I had no anticipation for that album. I didn't know a single. I didn't hear a single from it. Like It just was, it was there. And I was always listening to, I mean, I know AP Net wasn't really following Our Lady Peace, but like, I guess at that no. point, I think I but got that into was like, them, like 99 or something. So I guess it was probably, but a little, I think it's later. Like, I, I feel like by the time I had like access to the internet in a readily available area, like Blink 182 and stuff like that, like when self titled Blink 182 came out, I remember it being streamable like a week before the album came out yep um and listening to it online and going holy shit this is a weird album like this isn't blink 182 and then having had the opportunity of that week listening to it like almost every night after school like high school or whatever um i listened to it like every night and then it caught on and i was like oh my god this album's really really good and then the album dropped and i bought it and i was like this is like their best album. This is amazing. Like it's so mature and different from their previous things. And I just feel like now it's like, there's so many single drops and you're getting so much information that it's really hard to anticipate an album or a movie because we're getting so many, um, uh, trailers or, or, or singles or, or whatever interviews that like, it either increases the anticipation to a level that it can never meet yeah. or we get too much information about it. And there's no um, surprises in that, in that thing. Like it, it we, we know everything already, you know? Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I like having access to it, but I know what you, I know what you're saying. Like we were kind of talking about this. I had a meeting with the, the guy who runs secret Santa with me and the guy who runs the summer version of the same kind of idea. And we were kind sure. of talking about like engagement nowadays versus like back in the day. Right. Cause like we noticed this year with secret Santa, especially like we've noticed it dwindling over the last few years, but there's like not as much communication, like in the forum, like a lot of the times people would post and then like, you know, half the people participating would like make a comment on it. Maybe not half, but like, you know, a good seven, six or seven. If there was like, it was like a really good custom, sometimes like 10 or 12 people. Like, you know, I could probably say with this whole event, there's probably been like 40 posts, like not even yeah. one per figure. And it's just like, you know, and it's like, and, and we, we kind of, I said, like, it sucks that that's happening. And Wes, the guy who runs that one with me, he said, well, it's because we've just become so inclined to just like it. Like, it's just yeah. your engagement now is like, yep, that's good enough. Like, I don't need to say anything. I just, I'm engaging the fact that I see it and I think it's cool or whatever, right? And it's... Totally. I, yeah, I mean, so even I see that in, like, uh, text messages with my friends, right? Like, we all use WhatsApp. And there's so many times where I wake up because I work midnights and, and there's, like, 35 posts from my friends that have all made this thread throughout the day and I just hit okay and that's well, my response that's how and the like, group is too yeah yeah and that's what I mean is like there's a lot of times where you're seeing a thread on a message board or whatever and instead of saying like oh man I really like this figure or oh I really like this trailer or whatever you just hit the like button and you're bounced because 
you're on to the next thing and and our attention spans are so small and um we have so much to do and so much to watch and so much to play and so much to listen to that we don't have time to sit there and message our the creator we like or or the the musician we like or the the director we like and say like hey man i really like what you did today or i really appreciate what you put out today like instead it's just like hit the like button move on to the next thing hey i gotta go to work hey i gotta feed the kids hey i gotta make dinner hey i gotta hop in the shower hey i gotta walk the dog like we're just we're so full of shit that like it's at, at this point and it sucks in a way but like i said this to a kid at work the other day it's like i was i was so excited for scream and it sucks that i can't watch scream and i told him i was like i remember when scream 3 came out i was on dial-up internet <laughs> and i tried to download that movie because i could not go to the theater to see it because it was rated r and i was like i don't know whatever it was 16 17 whatever it was i couldn't i couldn't get in and i downloaded that movie on like uh casa or whatever the fucking download service was and i downloaded it it was porn and i was so upset here we go (laughs) no i was so mad that i got porn instead of scream 3 that i was furious because it took me like 22 hours to download the movie yeah, that's right. I remember back in the day it would take that long. Jeez. Right, and that's what I was telling him. I was like, the kids today are never going to understand of like downloading an MP3 of the new single from the band you liked and it taking 35 minutes to get yep. that song. Yeah, Because sure. it took forever to download. Or the video of like whatever. I was watching SNL videos of like Celebrity Jeopardy or whatever. And to get that video downloaded or, or watch it on YouTube, it was like, it had to buffer for 20 minutes before you could watch it. And it's like, it was so frustrating. I was like, kids today are never going to understand getting no, everything true. on demand. That's it's, just, saying, it's pretty cool that we got, I know every generation gets to say this, but like, it's pretty cool that we got some of the cool shit. Like, remember how cool it was when we got iPods? Remember that? Like, I remember... Oh. Especially because like, we were both huge music heads. We both love music. And like, remember in college, like I used to carry around my backpack with like a 25 CD binder in my fucking college backpack because I never Dude. took my headphones off. I always had them on. Same. My I high school like backpack, the bottom of my backpack in high school had three CD binders of like, I probably had like 250 CDs in the bottom oh, of my yeah. backpack. Yeah, and awesome. I was obsessed with fucking. Okay, today is this album. I'm listening to this throughout the day during between classes on lunch, whatever. And then, and then iPod came out, and I was like, I can listen to this song instantly, no problem. Yep. I don't have to search for the CD. I don't have yep. to. Yeah, and it was amazing. And like, yeah. it's the same with cable internet and high speed internet. Is like yep. when that first came out, and all of a sudden I could go from. 30 minutes to download an mp3 to like two minutes yeah it was like i know it was great like this is the most insane thing ever and i would download whatever track like i don't know uh blink 182 or muse or or whatever album i was listening to at that time and i would go oh i can't wait to hear this and i download it and then all of a sudden it's not the thing i was thinking it was going to be is i downloaded the new blink 182 single and oh it's kid rock god damn it but it was still the thrill of like, hey, there's new music and it's digital and it's here and I can download it and I can burn it to a CD and carry it to school tomorrow or whatever. Like 
that is never going to happen again. No. There's never going to be that time period where, like, even explaining ICQ to a kid at work, and I'm like, ICQ was a thing. Like, Huge. there was no text messaging. If you wanted to text your friend, you're using MSN or ICQ to say, like, hey, man, what are you doing tonight? You want to hang out? So on and so forth. And you hope that they were online to see that at some point. Yeah. Like, and they're never going to experience that. Like, it's weird. Yeah, man, it is weird. ICQ, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it is it crazy. It's very cool. I miss it. But I, I mean, miss I being miss... a teenager. Yeah, I don't really miss that. But <laughs> I don't miss high school. No, I, mean, I hated high school. high school. Me too. I miss being like 17, 18 and like having freedom and going out with friends and, and not caring. You don't have to worry about work. It's not a career. It's not paying bills. You're living at your parents' house and you can just go out and fuck around and get drunk and you're going to bed at 3 a.m. and you're getting up for work at 7 and you don't give a fuck. I, and was, I, later. I was later than everybody because I was like, I didn't do that when I was a teenager. I was a good boy. I didn't do that until I was like I 21, was. probably like 20, 21, I would say. Well, I didn't smoke weed until like 25 with you. I even mean just drinking. Like, I didn't start drinking until I was 21. I think I was 18 or 17. And I cried the first time I got drunk. (laughs) Yeah. I dropped a cup on my friend's foot. My friend Chris. I dropped a cup on his foot and he he yelled at me. He was like, you asshole. What are you doing? And like, ow, my foot. And I started bawling. I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And I started crying like my eyes out. And yeah, that was my first time I ever got drunk. <laughs> we should probably talk about Boba Fett since we're 40 minutes in and haven't started talking about what we're going to talk about. This is the podcast, baby. You came for this madness. Right. We just jump all over the place, wherever it takes us. Um, I wasn't as high as this ep- on, on this episode as you were, definitely. But oh, I enjoyed that. it. But it wasn't my favorite episode. Oh, really? I definitely yeah. like this one the best so far. But there are definitely some pieces that really took me out. And yeah. there's a couple that I felt were like super, a couple parts that I thought were super underwhelming. But A, it was too short. It was B, too short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too short, yeah. I don't feel like we got enough out of the things that were going on in this episode. Right. I felt like. I, I just felt like it was too short and like the story wasn't involved enough in the episode where I was like, oh, we really moved the plot forward. Um, I really love the Back to the Future influences that are like heavily apparent in this in this episode. Like the gang that Bubba Fett ties in there, that they're all on their like weird colored speeders. It's like, yeah. It's straight out of Back to the Future. It's basically their help that gang that has the hoverboards, mm. Mm. like are chasing that car down the street, and then they're like, the, and "You said the, you like that? You like that part?" I I like that it had Back to the Future influences. I hated the color of the speeders. Me too. God, like it's so bad. It's so corny. Yeah. Um. I agree. But like, there the scene of like, um. In the Back to the Future, like all the shit falling into his car and everything like that, they kind of had like a version of that. And like, it's very Back to the Future. You could tell it's totally inspired by Back to the Future, but I just, I hated the color of their, their motorbikes or whatever. I thought it me looked too. so bad. Reminded me of the Power Rangers. 
Actually, I saw a video on uh, Instagram today as I was flipping through stories, and someone put the "Go Go Power Rangers" with the bike jumping <laughs> off of the Yeah, it, it, it did not fit Star Wars no, at I all. Agree. Not at all. It's funny uh, because when that comes up, like, and the guys like, um, oh, it's these kids who have enhanced themselves with droid parts. They're dangerous, yeah. and I'm just like, ooh, this sounds good. And then we go to the next scene, and we get there. I'm like, what is this? I yeah, thought the like, kids themselves look okay, but the like crazy Vespas and stuff. It's just, yeah, oh, it was a bit much. Like it kind of felt like cyberpunk, and I was like, I was it just is like, very cyberpunk. I just don't know if that. Is, I mean, the thing is, it's funny because a few weeks ago, I think I was saying that like, um, you know, I like the thing I like about Star Wars is the aesthetic, and that like anything can yeah. kind of be there, and it's like yeah. it all just kind of works. But I think sure. this is one of the first times where I've seen something in Star Wars where I was like. It doesn't, it doesn't really fit. seem like it fits here. Like no, I totally agree. in a world where there's everything, and this seems yeah. very weird. Like, and that was it. That took that part in particular took me out of that episode quite a bit. I was. Just, I just think the color palette of Star Wars is so muted dirty. and like, yeah, it's dirty. It's sandy. It's, it's um very certain colors like everything's white or, or beige or, or dark like it it's has either, a very it's either a, a desert or an apple store yeah <laughs> and, and the the color palette is just so we have 40 50 years of color palette from star wars and then we all of a sudden introduce like blue and red and and, and all these motorbikes or motor whatever vespas or whatever the fuck they're supposed to be and it just does not fit the universe at all What's um, even weirder, and uh, I mean, I noticed this as well, but uh, the guys on the A&R show kind of said the same thing. It was like, there's, they're pristine. Like, there's no, they're they're like shiny red, shiny blue. Yeah. Like, they're not dirty they from sand. Dirty. And yeah. it's just like, it's super hard. It's It makes them like look fake and it makes them look, yeah. it just didn't work. Well, think of, think of, um, uh, episode one, when you have the pod races, right? Like these things are janky and they have like the same color palette, but they're like, they're kind of like pieces put together yeah, to make it work or whatever. Yeah. It, it, it feels like a transformer almost where these pieces are like together, but they're not. And then you see these bikes and they look pristine. Like they're just brand new and it just doesn't work. These kids are supposed to be poor. Yeah. Where do they afford these these like high end, really good looking bikes that are all this like clean colors and, and, and parts? Like it should look like um, these kids are like homeless and they're taking like pieces off of droids or pieces off of starships that were downed and piecing them together to ride. And like yes. I think that would have been a really cool looking aspect of like these kids are like partners basically and, and, and putting together these bikes and it just didn't fit. It just didn't work. Like for me, I thought the best way to say it is the idea sounds yeah. amazing. Sure. The sure. execution yeah. was a disaster. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Cause it's like uh, that- a, a gang of teenagers who have cybernetically enhanced themselves with droid parts yeah. who are dangerous. That sounds yeah. pretty fucking sweet to me. Yeah, totally. It says cyberpunk straight up, but it's, it just doesn't work in the Star Wars universe. Yeah. Yeah. 
if again, like the thing is, is like the the droid parts we see, they don't look familiar. Like if they again, yeah. if they made them more dirty and they made them like look like they've been yeah. salvaged, so that way they can use them and build themselves up, basically. Like think of how sick that would have looked. Instead, we got like weird like Fox X Men style like yeah, yeah. <laughs> eye guy and like you know it's just yeah, like, the eye oh, guy I just, like yeah. I, it just didn't work for me. That that whole aspect of the episode was really like really took me out of Star Wars. Really took me out of what I was watching, and it sucks because there's parts of the episode I really really liked. Um, seeing the hut twins back and kind of um setting up that whole like storyline of like that kind of being um i don't know misguided kind of nudge of like this is going to be the big threat of the season and it's like they kind of canceled that and they're like no 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 like this maybe, is the end maybe well yeah who knows it could be a twist but showing um what is the name chrysanth black chrysanthemum or whatever yeah like that whole scene was awesome. That was the best part of the whole thing for me. It was until you see the fucking kid gang roll in and go like, hey, we're going to take down this fucking Wookiee. And I'm like, oh, why? Why couldn't yeah. we get a good fight between Boba Fett and the Wookiee? Well, the thing is, is the Wookiee whooped the shit out of him. And then, and then he got up and kind of got him back. But I mean, like, Honestly, like I didn't actually even mind with the kids' inclusion, and that it didn't bug me too much. I can I can accept that one Wookiee being completely surrounded is at the weaker end of the stick. I I can accept that, especially because they have weapons sure. who can kind of keep him at a distance, and it's just like I I can accept that. So like that whole I scene was dynamite. Like I would have absolutely loved if these kids roll in and they're using like or fucking electric leashes or whatever the fuck and like all these weapons and then fucking this Wookiee comes in and just beats their fucking skull and like fucking decapitates these bitches fucking bites off their heads like I, I like that like, he I like that he bites too that's great he bit the yeah, but I remember like oh my god like they introduced these kids and they just got their fucking ass whooped and they're dead that would have been awesome mm-hmm. but the fact that they were like kind of taking them down and shit I was like oh Come on, that man. Didn't me. That didn't bother me. I liked, I like, I love Black Chrysanthemum. Like, we better get a fucking oh. action figure of that, like, pretty fucking quick here. Because uh, yeah. he looks He's like, oh, so cool. So Yeah. I, I really love him as part of the episode, and I think he will come back later in the series. Like, I, do I think he'll be, I think Bobo will go to him for help. Go to him for help, or he'll come back with a crew of fucking Wookiees or something to fuck. Oh. And fuck Boba Fett? Yeah, like I think, think he'll go back. I think he'll I think because Boba let him go, he'll be he's gonna Maybe. be But like how awesome would it be in like the end fight if all of a sudden he shows up with like seven other Wookiees and is just like we're here to fucking smash skulls and like let's go. Like <laughs> it'd be great. I mean that'd be cool, but yeah. I feel like we're gonna see him back, but I feel like he's gonna be with Boba yeah, it could be. It could be. It could be. Like in Mar in, sure. in canon, anyway. Like yeah. So um, I, I love that character, man. I think he's so badass. I love how he like just growls and screams all the time. It's just like, yeah. and man, like even in that fight, like he got stabbed like fucking seven times or something like that. Yeah. Like, and you hear him roar, but he's like 
like it hurts, down. but it's not like the end game for yeah. him. Like he he just gets back up and he's like, yeah, fuck you, like fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. You know, crazy dude. So yeah, crazy. Um, it's awesome. It's awesome. And then we get a fucking another rancor, which was awesome. So cool. Um, just seeing a baby rancor like being kind of dragged in and. When they when they uh, black kind of got pushed down into the the rancor pit, I was like, oh cool, like they're gonna do like a Wookiee down there, or they're gonna drop dudes in. The Wookiee's gonna beat the fuck out of them. <laughs> that would be very Star Wars uh, Solo too. Yeah, that's, and that's I was like, oh that's story. cool, like that's interesting that they're gonna basically have like a kind of gladiator pit down here where you know it's gonna be a fight to the death almost, but. They instantly dropped that, and they're like, oh, no, 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 we're bringing you another Rancor, and he's going to fuck people up. And I was like, hell yes, this is what I wanted. Like, this is awesome. We're definitely getting Boba Fett riding that thing. 100%. Yeah. By the end of this series, he's going to be riding that thing, fucking annihilating people. And Danny Trejo is going to be behind him, screaming at him or something. Something fun 100%. Like that. Um, that part where Boba's like, I rode beasts 10 times bigger than this. I think that's a reference to, uh, the holiday special there. I don't know if you've never seen a holiday special. Have you? The boat, the, well, in it, there's like, he rides this, like, I know there's a name. I just don't know it. There's like, he rides this like brontosaurus looking dude, like this big dinosaur thing. Yeah. I feel like that's a reference to that. Probably. Uh, I mean, as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, he's riding this thing he's in the it. finale. Yeah. When there's a big fight going on, he's going to bring yep. out this rancor and it's just going to fuck him. Yes. Yep, and I'm sure. so excited for that. Me too. He's going to just be throwing shit everywhere. Hell yes. It's going to be awesome. Hell yeah. yeah. I love that rancor, though. Like the fact that he, they had the little eye folds on him and they're like, oh, the first human he sees, he's going to like adapt to or whatever. Bond, and I'm like, bond with, yeah. Bond to, yeah. I was like, oh, this is so cool i love this aspect it just i don't know for some reason like i animals and me i just have that attachment where i was just like i love this rancor and if you hurt this rancor i'm gonna kill you <laughs> yeah i like the i i definitely like we're like there's no way we're not seeing that happen that's definitely 100 percent. yeah i just um, it was cool because there was just so many things in this that were like kickbacks to like the past right it's like totally. like even even if you think about the flashback like that pretty much brings us to the present day right like yeah. like that's pretty much just about when he went after his armor right sure sure and it was really reminiscent of when um anakin came back and slaughtered all those uh sand people sand people and stuff like from i wonder if that is i wonder who did i mean yeah, they, they know who did it. I guess that that gang, but sure, it just felt very reminiscent of that. Yeah, good point. Um, and as soon as I watched it, I was like, "Oh man, this is kind of weird." It's very similar to that scene. So I don't know if that's like a callback to it on purpose or if they're going to bring something different in. But like, mm -hmm. it definitely stood out to me as like, "Oh, they're calling back this on purpose." Like, this is very reminiscent of Anakin in Episode Three. But um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I believe um, Vader goes back, to, like in the comic books. I believe he goes back and slaughters a bunch of uh, sand people as well. I'm pretty sure he does. Yeah, so that that would make sense. I mean, even like how they explained like the territories of of the area after, um, yeah, of Tatooine after um, Jabba died, and like 
all that. Like they're they're like, oh, this gang controls this territory, this gang controls this territory, so on and so forth. I really thought for a second because before I watched this episode, just to give everybody like notice, Matt texted me and was like, oh, uh, it was a really good episode or something along those lines. Like he kind of hyped it up for me, and I totally thought when they said that, I was like, holy shit, we're getting Watto. We are getting Watto. Like he's controlling a territory. Oh my god, we are gonna get. We are going to get, like, Watto's peeps controlling a territory of fucking Tatooine. And then it never happened. I was, that bummed me out. Annie. I can't speak to your mother. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. But, yeah, like, I just, the whole time I was like, oh, my God, we're going to get Watto back. I am so excited. But, no, just didn't happen. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I hyped you up for potential Watto sightings. If I would have got Watto, <laughs> I would have popped that fucking tarp off and I would have been like, Watto! Yeah, I would have went nuts. <laughs> but, um, didn't happen. Didn't happen yet. I'm sorry. Could still happen in the following episodes. Maybe he'll be, uh, Watto will be in command of the, uh, the, the crime syndicate, the... God, I would love it. <laughs> it was amazing. Bring me water. So, like, I get excited when I think of that because it makes me wonder. Remember how they th- they said that they the mayor is working with the Pikes or whatever. Yeah. So it makes me wonder if if the Pikes are working for Crimson Dawn because I think in Solo they make a comment about the Pikes as well. So it wouldn't surprise me. I, I think it's smart how they're tying everything into each other. They're really. Okay making the whole storyline cohesive and um like i had a friend at work um she had not seen a single marvel thing like at all she she didn't know anything about the marvel movies hadn't seen a movie hadn't seen the shows whatever and she texts me because she knows that we do the podcast and whatever and she was like i just watched wandavision for the first time and i was like dude that show is going to make way more sense to you if you have seen all the shit leading into wandavision yeah so she went back and she watched all the movies up to Shang-Chi and all the shows in a span of like 11 days. Like she watched everything and she was like, Oh, it's really, really good. Like it's insane. And I was like, I, did you not sleep for 11 days? Like, I don't know how you watched all that in 11 days, but she did it. That's and crazy. so, yeah. So she was on vacation this week and she's like, okay, what else can I watch? And I was like, okay, jump into Star Wars, but this is the order you need to watch it. And I didn't know if I should tell her the order of release or if we should watch it in the order of like, like chronological order of like, mm-hmm. this is how the story rolled out. Um, but yeah, like just the way the time. Well, I, I, I said both. I was like, you can either watch it in order of release, which is, you know, obviously everybody knows the order of release, yes. but like, obviously the first movies are going to be dated compared yes. to the newer things and like be prepared for that kind of thing. Or you can watch it in chronological order. I don't know if she ended up watching it or not. I also gave her the X-Men timeline. I was like, or you could get into X-Men and this is the order that you need to watch it. Um, but the fact that they're like tying this into like, you know, Jedi and, and, and earlier episodes, um, everything else like i love that they're making this more marvel-esque where everything ties back to each other yes. there's characters that pop into other yep. things 
Um, it just shows that they they've really learned, I think, a lot from Marvel and from doing that universe of like how to make Star Wars a universe rather than standalone episodes, you know? Well, I think with Filoni and um, Favreau kind of at the helm, I feel like that there's a reason why it all feels like it's the same because the same sure. people yeah. like driving the bus kind of thing, right? So, sure. you know, I I, I feel like um, we're, we're going to see Mando at some point, Din at some point sure. here, right? So I think if, if uh, Boba ends up, you know, going to war with, you know, whoever the huts are running away from, then uh, I feel like you might have to call in the cavalry and see, I feel like that's where we might get black to come back. You know? Well, I think they also have to set up Mandalorian season three. And I think that's how they tie it in is, is Mando shows up at the end of this and then it carries into the storyline of Mando three. Maybe. Maybe maybe Mando needs Boba Fett's help to get back uh, Grogu or something along those lines. Like, it could really tie into how season three carries forward and how they, you know, intertwine these seasons and these characters. So I totally expect that, like, yeah, if, if I would be shocked if Mandalorian's not it tied into this. I by agree. End of, yeah. He's the one that I think. I also feel like there's a pretty damn good chance we're going to get Boss just because they keep talking about Trandoshans and, or is that how you say it? I don't know. Yeah. But his race, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I feel like we're gonna get a Bosk at some point here too. So that'd be dope. Yeah, Bosk um, also gets a shout out in Solo. Which is pretty, yeah, which I caught when I watched that the other day. No, I mean I, John Favreau's wrote I think all three episodes so far. Like, um, yeah, he wrote all three episodes so far. Nice. And Robert Rodriguez directed, directed two of the three episodes. So oh, okay. Yeah, he directed the first episode and the third episode. So I mean, third obviously, I like I would love to see a rated R Robert Rodriguez directed Star Wars movie. Like I would be you'll so into that. I I mean, I think that'd be fantastic, but you'll never get it. No, I think I think they have to go PG with it. But um, yeah, I don't know. I love Robert Rodriguez. So I think there's room in the Marvel universe, but I don't think there's you can do it with Star Wars. Well, I mean, just, like even just talking about Peacemaker earlier, I really do think like um, DC would be very, very smart to carry on this like very adult, very yeah. R-rated, dark version of the DC universe. And I think Marvel should have elements of both, where there are definitely movies that are family friendly and carry on that storyline, and is definitely a core part of the MCU. But I would be so into having a very R-rated, you know, Daredevil or yeah, Daredevil or Punisher or or yeah, whatever. Like, yeah. um, I think I think they have to have that aspect. Like I can't I I can't see that they are successful as they will be moving forward if there is no adult content. There has to be some hard R content, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like guys. they're going to... I mean, the thing is, is they can test the waters with that with Deadpool for Marvel. Deadpool, right? yeah. So, but even we know, Moon, we know Moon that supposed even to be a more adult movie. show. What's that? Moon Knight's supposed to be a more adult show, right? Yes. Yes, it is. Yeah. So, like, I can't... I, I think that's going to be the first thing we get that's kind of more, like, 
maybe not R rated, but like definitely adult oriented, like, you know, content. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Wouldn't surprise, it wouldn't surprise me if we get some, but yeah, I feel like, yeah, I don't know. I guess time, time will tell, but do you think we'll get Deadpool in uh multiverse of madness? No. Even a cameo? No. No. I feel like there's a chance we might. Feel I like love it. One, don't get me wrong. I feel like that's one true. that a lot of people wouldn't really expect. But I, I've 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 seen some rumors online of 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 characters they're expecting in multiverse, and they're pretty crazy that I can't see happening. There's rumors that Nicolas Cage is going to come back as Ghost Rider. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> um, Oh, comic! I can't remember. I can't read this. Kyle, comic Isle Corporation says, "Hey, hey, what's up, buddy?" Hey, um, um, no, there's rumors that uh, Nick Cage will come back as Ghost Rider. There's rumors that the original Fantastic Four will come back at, oh in Multiverse God, Madness in somewhere. There's rumors that um, uh, Evans will come back as um, in the Fantastic Four and not as uh, Cass. Yeah. Um. Stuff like that, where like I could totally see that happening, but I also think there's no way they're going to put this much content into um, Multiverse of Madness. Like I, I just think that's too much. There's rumors going around that they wanted to put way, way more into um, Spider-Man, and like I, I just don't think these movies are going to be well done if they put like 35 characters into it. They have to limit it to. Con- to make a contained storyline and make it like compelling. Um, but yeah, like I think if they put a couple characters into that and drop it in, in the multiverse, it could be Deadpool. It could be Wolverine. It could be whatever, but that, that carries it on and brings it into the next movie or the next thing. But like, how do they make that cohesive? How do you have Chris Evans as, as you know, one of the fantastic four and then reboot it? a year later it doesn't make sense to me i feel like what i feel like they're setting up with that is i feel like they're setting up a way to basically explain how we get all these new versions in the mcu so i kind of feel like we're gonna see fantastic four we're gonna see x-men we're gonna see uh ghost rider we're gonna see blade and then like they're gonna basically just say okay so these are all things that are like real real things like in this uni- in, a, in a universe that we've now seen and then when when they because the thing is is like they're gonna inevitably stop the whole multiverse thing like it's not i don't think it's coincidence that it's like spider-man dr strange loki um totally uh, you know what i mean like i think this there's a block right where it's gonna hit it's gonna they're gonna do what they need to do and then they're gonna fold it all in into one universe and it's like now it's not weird that we have a Fantastic Four because we know that was actually a thing. So they're, the way they're going to explain it is, well, when the multiverse folded in on itself, we got a Fantastic Four, even though they weren't here before, right? Sure. Like it's that's just what they're going to do. It, me and Kate were talking about it tonight because when we went for a walk and I told her we we're going to watch Eternals this weekend, she's like, "If they were there, why didn't they do anything with Thanos?" And I'm like, "Well, they kind of explain it, but it's also kind of like just like a write around." Because like, what can you do at this point? And then I said to her, I'm like, as this world gets bigger, like we need to start accepting crazier stories as to why some of these characters are like, it's almost better for us to just not ask because it's like, 
the more restrictions they have to put in place as to why they didn't show up in the big battle in Avengers and why they didn't show up with the Thanos battle. It's like, I know it's hard to not believe, but it, it we're talking about giant green guys and people who fly around in metal suits and uh, someone who can shrink to the size of an ant and like, it's already not set in reality. So it's, it's so hard to like fight that. Like, as again, you know what I mean? So I feel like they'll use this as their way to just be like, and then at that point, like you could redo Tony Stark because we could have a new Tony Stark. Now it could be a different actor and you don't have to like explain why he's not there. You don't have to explain why Chadwick Boseman's not there anymore. There's rumors that Tom Cruise is taking over as Iron Man in the, in, in multiverse madness. Oh, see, that's bonkers. But that'd be crazy. Like, see how crazy would that be to see Tom Cruise's Iron Man? There's rumors going around that Tom Cruise is in Multiverse of Madness as Iron Man from another universe. That's amazing. So see, that's, what I, that's what I think they're going to do with this. Is like There's also rumors that Blade, uh, what's his face from Blade? Um, Wesley Snipes? Wesley Snipes is in Multiverse of Madness as see? Blade. See? There's also rumors that... Um, um, the original Hulk, not not oh, um, no, from the first Hulk movie. There, uh, oh Eric Bana, Eric Bana is Hulk in the in Multiverse of Madness. Interesting. Um, there's a lot of rumors going around that like there's also rumors that Hugh Jackman is Wolverine in Multiverse yes, of Madness. I did hear that too. Yeah, and it would not surprise me if any of this is true, but it would also like surprise me if it's in the movie just because. Like I said, you can't put all these characters into a movie and make it make sense. Like you have to have a cohesive storyline that that works for the movie. And if you put in twenty different characters, it's gonna it's gonna be a mess of a movie. Well, I think they're not gonna necessarily be characters that need to play an important role. They just need sure. to be seen, and that's all. It, the, their purpose will just be to be there. Like, yeah. And then you drop me going, "Shing," is enough. Yeah, you know, uh, like blade grabbing um, swords and going. Like, imagine we got two. imagine we got Deadpool from Wolverine Origins. <laughs> but again, they could make fun of it in that way, <laughs> and then they could bring in actual like our Deadpool into it. Like, there's so many things they could do for comedy's sake, and Sam Raimi directing uh, um, uh, Doctor Strange makes it that much better like yeah daredevil being in it like it wouldn't wouldn't surprise me either like there's so many things they could do that that could be really funny and really comedic and really bring the story forward just as big as spider-man no way home did but um i fear that if they put in too much it's going to make it a mess of a movie and it's going to make it you know kind of like oh they didn't give enough time to Doctor Strange, they didn't give enough time to Wanda, they didn't give enough time to what the actual storyline of the movie is. I'm not going to lie, I'm feeling pretty confident about their ability to handle multiple characters. I feel like they've just proved it again with No Way Home. Right, and I think I think they have the right people in place where they can narrow down the script to make it make sense. So, like, all these rumors, maybe these are rumors that originated from the original script of, like, yeah, we can tie in all these things. And then they go, okay, we need to weed this out. We need to weed this out to make it a cohesive storyline, and that's okay. But, like, if you were to go, hey, the things carrying forward that we really need to tie into this movie, it would be Wolverine, it would be Blade, it would be 
Chris Evans as one of the Fantastic Four, it would be these things of like, okay, these are the three tent pools of moving forward. Of these are characters that existed, and now we're kicking them out of the universe and bringing yeah. in the new versions of them. Yeah, we can do it. Yeah. Um, but if you start bringing in like you know Storm and and all this shit, like it would make it a mess of a movie. You know, I don't know. I don't necessarily agree with that. I, again, they don't need to be super important. They just need to be there, and it's just like. If it's if it's for nothing more than just having a cameo and like Strange going through everything and like seeing all these different versions of Earth and like the timelines and stuff like that, like I don't, you know what I mean? You could put Hugh Jackman on screen for literally a, like a blip and like it oh, would sure. be enough that people would be like, yeah, like I pop my shirt off in the theater. He doesn't even need to be a character. He could just be no. there again, like. You so, show me like when I seen Spider Man No Way Home, everybody erupted in the theater when yep. Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield showed up. Yep. That would be me if Hugh Jackman showed up in in uh Doctor Strange multiverse. But I would pop my shirt off and run down the fucking aisle in the theater and go like Holy shit, we got it. Like, yeah, like Hugh Jackman <laughs> is my version of that where like hundred percent. Yeah. Like, you know, like it's the same with Scream. If I get into this new Scream movie and, you know, whatever, they bring back Randy from Scream 1 and he's the killer or, like, something crazy happens and they they show the killers and it's somebody like, Nev Campbell is the murderer in this movie or whatever, David Arquette. I'm going to go nuts. Like, this movie is my most anticipated movie in 10 years. Like, Scream was my most hyped movie for fucking ever and the fact that I don't get to see it tonight it's yeah, just okay. fucking driving me crazy that's all I can think about so I try, I'm try. i trying to avoid the internet for the next month until I can see this fucking movie but yeah that it'd be the same thing for Doctor Strange it's mm-hmm. like we have to avoid those rumors because if all of a sudden we hear that Wolverine's in this movie or you know whatever Deadpool or whoever it's going to ruin it just like No Way Home did. Like, we have to have these things secret so that when we yeah. see this movie, it can really blow our minds. Well, they are going through four months of reshoots. So, yeah, if that's going to tell you anything, then, uh, yeah. So. Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. Finishing I mean, up, we have so many, so we have a yeah. long time. Yeah. Finishing up on Boba Fett. Um, did you hear the rumor that this series is supposed to have a Han Solo appearance in it? Did you hear that? I did not. A de-aged Harrison Ford Han Solo? Don't want it. Don't like it. I don't know. It would, need, it would be entirely... To wrap on Boba Fett, I'll say this. As we've been watching these, I feel like he's become less and less threatening and more and more like a good guy. Like, You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I mean, I guess we never knew if he was like a bad guy or if he was just doing his the job but like sure um yeah like well, the whole well, with respect thing i mean i get it but also it's just like i don't know i think if you murder people for money you're probably not a great guy period do you think um, maybe he's trying to like uh like um like make do for like to make ends for like his past and shit that he's done in the past maybe 
It very well could be. I mean, he could be an anti-hero, kind of like Han Solo, where he's not, you know, he's not a good dude. He's kind right. of scummy. Yeah, he's but, not ethical by any means. Right. Yeah. He, he has the ability to make you like him. I, I think that could be the case, but I also think that maybe we're getting Boba Fett right now thinking he can rule with, you know, not breaking the law or not being a scummy fucking villain. Yeah. And then at some point in the next couple episodes, he's going to realize that's not the way he can rule on Tatooine or whatever, that like he has to be that asshole, you know, villain that like yeah. he's going to come out and start killing people. Like it very well could be. And maybe that's why it ties into Mandalorian is like Mandalorian needs that scummy bounty hunter to be able to rescue Grogu. Like, right. It, it very well could be that Mandalorian is the hero and, and Boba Fett is, you know, the scummy villain that they kind of have to have that relationship of like, you can do the things I personally can't do because it's against my morals, but yeah. I need you to rescue Grogu, who's, you know, a, a, you know, child basically of like, you know, he's, he's, well, he's good. Luke, though, so, I mean, there's that too, right? So. Sure. I get what what you're saying. I get what you're like getting at. I I mean, who knows? I I I think the best part about this thing, that recent Star Wars stuff, is that it's well done, it's well written, and it ties together in a right way. They have a cohesive storyline they're trying to tell, and it's not all over the map with all different people in it that like are making it a mess of a storyline. Like it all seemingly ties together. Yes. Yeah. And that's that's the positive of the series is like so far everything they've shown i'm like i'm into this i don't like certain aspects of episode three but i really hope that over the next four or five episodes whatever it is they they really bring it together and they really have a storyline they're trying to tell and Mm -hmm. maybe we get a season two of this or maybe boba fett by the end of this sacrifices himself to you know the better good of grogu or or whatever or You know, whatever the storyline they're trying to tell, but just have a cohesive storyline and and tell that story. Don't fucking hey, we're bringing in director X, and he's going to tell his side storyline yeah. that makes no sense for the rest of the universe. You know. Well, then it's weird because it doesn't all really gel either, right? So. Sure. Exactly. Yeah. So, well, I hear that they're kind of like even everything that's coming apparently is all supposed to tie together. Like, apparently, Ahsoka is supposed to tie into this timeline, right. and it, like, so it's going to bring Thrawn in as like a main, like, overarching villain kind of for the whole thing, right? So, like, sure. be cool to have that, and then like, yeah, Mando and and another or another season of Mando, and then maybe another season of Boba Fett. I don't know. So, yeah, I, I hope. I hope by the end of this series we know where the rest of the Star Wars year is going to go, and and maybe we get a trailer for Mandalorian or or Obi Wan or whatever the case may be. Like I, I really Andor hope is, Star Andor is next, isn't it? I don't know. I, I don't know. I haven't seen. I think it. it is. I think Andor is next. Okay, well then give me that. Like yeah. I want, um, I want to know what's coming next. I want to have a trailer for the next <clears> thing. I want them to tease. The next thing, just like they do with Marvel, like I want that build up this Star Wars universe, and maybe next year or the year after, wherever their their next movie is going to come out, like build towards that next movie. You yeah, know? they'd be smart to do that, but I don't know. We'll see. 
if it's anything like the people running the Hasbro toy line, I'd be concerned. So hopefully that's not the case. Well, from watching the uh, astonishing news and reviews, uh, little live thing that you did on Monday, it sounds like uh, the toy line's a mess. So it is. A who mess. knows? It's yeah. not in good. It's not. They're losing like loyal fans who have been like cult completionists. People yeah. who would buy like two of everything, one to keep on card and one to open. And like yeah. now it's like they just cherry pick the line because they're like, it's not worth it. And it and they don't, the Hasbro team doesn't give a shit about what the the customers want or what the fans sure. want. You know, it's less about the money and it's more about the, like not listening, right? So. Well, see, it's like I commented on their podcast there. It was like, Disney can do whatever they want. Disney has the money to do whatever they want. And if Disney wanted to put money into the toy line or make sure that the toy line is as high end as they possibly could make it, they can do that. There's no exception to that rule. Disney has infinite money. Well, the difference in this is that Disney doesn't own the toy line. That's the issue, right? No. It's a a licensing thing. But 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 what we were talking about was if they bought Hasbro. Right. But that's my point. Yeah. And Disney can go out and buy me if they wanted. Yeah. Like I know Disney could buy Hasbro. That probably wouldn't be an issue. Right. They can I, go I, out I and say, here's a hundred million dollars, we're buying you. Thank yeah. you. you I know? think it'd be smart. I'm surprised that they haven't, but maybe they're just waiting. Like maybe it's on the block, but they just, you know, it's just not there yet. Sure. I mean, it's the same thing I said about Microsoft, right? It's like Microsoft bought Bethesda for like eight billion dollars and they got all these franchises and all these studios tied into it. And Microsoft was like, eh. It's coin. It's it's a dollar in our pocket. Like yeah. it doesn't matter. Eight billion dollars is nothing to us. Right. We make that in a fucking year, month. Like yeah. it doesn't matter. Yeah. And and that's what I'm saying about Disney is they can put up Spider Man No Way Home and it makes a billion fucking dollars in a month. And it doesn't matter. That money is irrelevant to them. Yeah. So if they want to put out high end things or bring this thing up from this to up here, they yeah. can do it. But they have to want to do it. Yeah, you know, I, there has I to think be that only a matter of time before they go after a toy. Because I mean, the thing is, if you have a company like Hasbro, who, in uh, of the big three, the main three, like toy, domestic toy companies or whatever, sure. like they're probably the most uh, recognizable because they have the best brands. They have Marvel, they have Star Wars, they have Power Rangers, they have Fortnite, they have GI Joe, they have Transformers. So like, they have like the big ones, right? And it's like, sure. um. It would make sense for Disney to want to take that because, like, they can put all of their properties through that machine, right? At that point, so is they saying you are the exclusive, uh, you know, developer or exclusive manufacturer of all our toy line? Yep. And you get first call on everything. Anything you don't want, we're going to get to X. Well, but yeah. yeah. You know, you have first dibs on every piece of our toy line. Whatever you think you can put out at a high level, we will give to you. Mm-hmm. It's the same as any game developer, anything. Like, I've said that forever, is is there has to be a certain tier of fans speaking with their wallets and saying, this is the level we want, and if you fall beneath that level, we will not purchase that item. And you're going to lose money on putting out that item if it's not up to our expectations. And until that happens, until people speak with their wallets and don't give these people money, they're not going to understand that it has to be at a certain level. Well, that's what, that's what happened with the Star Wars thing, right? Because when they right. had that rancor, it was like basically a fan cr- uh, 
crowdfunded thing. Um, sure. They 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 announced their three tiers for like if it went over or whatever, and they were so bad that after they made the announcement, they lost people. Like the counter right. backed backed up like at that over a thousand yeah. people. And that's what I mean. Is it's, it that's sad, not, it man. Not funding because people yeah. were just like, "I'm not doing this this time." Like it's it's really? not that people didn't want the rancor. It was the more of the moral of like, "You're gonna try to sell me this, and you're gonna try to use these." They basically just re-released figures that have already come out. And yeah, like, but that's what I mean. It's, society in general needs to be in that mindset of like you're seeing it right now with low-paying jobs, right? Where all these like low paying like fast food or, or restaurant jobs of people going, we can't find employees, we can't find waitresses, we can't find waiters, we can't find servers, whatever, of like, hey, we're paying minimum wage and we can't find any employees to work in our stores. Well, guess what? It's because minimum wage is no longer a living wage yeah. and society as a whole has moved beyond that and you have to start paying people an appropriate level to do those jobs. And it's the same as these toys is we have to hit an expectation of this is a level we want. This is acceptable. And if you fall below that, we're not going to pay you money that you're expecting to buy these toys. And if you want to start charging $10 for these toys or something cheap that's affordable, then maybe they will sell. But until you hit that level, we're not going to pay a premium for these toys. It's just not going to happen. Well, that's where I'm at with Star Wars, the Hasbro ones myself. Is like I've kind of made a list of about 20 characters that I still want in my collection. But I mean, at this point I've grown my collection to where like, I'm happy with it on the star Wars. Like sure. if I had the stuff yeah. today, I would be like, okay, I feel like mostly complete. Like I'm not fully there on like the Mandalorian side of the shelf, yeah. but like, yeah. you know, for OT and prequel trilogy, like I'm pretty happy with what I have. Like I could probably stop sure. it and be fine. Um, but like, that's where I got to is like, we got price hikes and now in Canada to buy a star Wars black series figure, it's $40. And it's like, I don't see the value. Sure. They've taken yeah. away articulation. They don't give you any accessories. They give you no alternate hands. They give you no alternate heads. And I'm just like, I don't see the value. I can't justify spending $40 on this anymore. When it was $30, it was fine. But now that it's 40 and I'm getting less for what I was getting when it was 30 I can't do that. I can't. But it's the same as the music industry, right? Like you totally. remember in the late 90s, early 2000s mm. when... CDs were the only way we could get things really like before yep. MP3s became readily available. And you'd go to a store and you'd buy a new album from a band and you'd get one great song for 20 bucks and then the rest of the album sucked. Yeah. And that was it. And then you hit this point where you go, I'm not paying this level for an album and the rest of the album's garbage and I get two hit singles and the rest yep. of the album sucks. It's just not going to happen. And we've hit that level with everything else in our lives where we go, this is not an acceptable level anymore. They have to raise the fucking bar. If you want me to pay $40 for a toy, it's got to be X, Y, and Z. And, you know, I'm not in that universe. I don't know that. But I see it in gaming all the time where a game comes out. They're now charging $80, $90 a game for Can in Canada for a PlayStation or Xbox. And it's like... Fuck, the game comes out, it's half broken, they, you have to wait for a fucking patch, it's, it doesn't have the DLC, you have to pay for the DLC, yep, so on and so forth. It's like, I'm at a point where I'm like, fuck you, I'm not buying your game new. I'm not doing it, and then I buy the game new, and it's broken, and it doesn't work, and patches need to come out for this, you know, this to work, this to work, this to work. I'm beyond that point. 
where I'll wait until your game's on sale three months later for 30 bucks and I'll buy it then. Like I'm not doing it. And it's going to happen across all these nerd cultures. Is yeah. People are going to say, gonna fuck you. Price out. It's going to, exactly. It's people exactly. are going to say like, I can't spend that money on this anymore. hundred yeah. percent. It's going to happen. And these people need to learn. So I think you're, you're on the cusp of that where these, these, you know, Hasbro or whoever is going to have to come out and say, this is our level of, 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 Ex, you know expectations and we have to meet that or exceed that before yeah. we put out a new toy and if we don't then the toy's not going to come out it's funny because on the marvel Legends side of things with all the marvel figures same company yeah. who owns them the yeah. price went up to 40 bucks as well but the difference is and we went from getting bare bones figures in packages to figures with three sets of hands and an extra head and a weapon like and then to me i'm just like I've been saying this for years. I'll pay an extra five bucks if I get a couple sets of extra hands and some and an extra head or a weapon or an energy effect or something. Like if I can get some accessories to go with these guys, I'll pay extra. That the money part's not the issue for me. It's yeah. I want the extras. So that's why I buy so many imports, because it's like when I buy an import Deadpool, it comes with ten sets of hands. Like I can have them yeah. doing anything. And like sure. I like I like that flexibility, right? Like I like totally. to have that. Like, I think the movie totally. Deadpool figure that's coming out, the figure arts one from Bandai, I think it has like 10 or 11 sets of hands. And it's just like everything from hearts to call me to middle fingers to, sure. you know what I mean? And it's just like, like, that's what I want, right? No, I, and that's what I mean with music too, right? Is like, Coheed and Cambria just released their new album. It's not out yet, but like, they just announced it today. Of, it's coming out like May. And they're like, oh, here's our deluxe pass- package. And it comes with A, Y, B, C, D, F, whatever. But it comes up with a CD. And I was like, where's your vinyl option? Because I have literally no interest in this if it comes yeah. with a CD. But if it came with a vinyl album, I totally did totally it. Yeah, totally. And there's no option for vinyl. And I'm like, why, why do why I want a CD? Who, like, who even buys CDs anymore? Is that a thing? Right. I didn't know that. 100%. Like, I... I haven't put a CD in a CD player in 10 years. Yeah. Why do I, I want to see physical media? I don't think of CDs. It'd no, be the same as thinking of, as a, of a cassette tape. Like it's, they're just totally. not relevant. And that's what I mean. It's like, where's your vinyl option? Okay. You don't yeah. have one. I'm not paying you $130 American for this, this deluxe set of your album. Like I'm not yeah. doing it. Yeah. Sorry. I don't need a CD. Yeah, so I'm, I'm with you, man. I'm with you on that. Yeah, I get it. I, I I get fandom. If you're into that thing, whatever it is, you're willing to pay a premium for the right thing. And if it's not that right thing, then fuck it. I'm not into it. You know. Yeah. Well, but, it's just that it's as it becomes more expensive, the less likely it is to survive, right? So sure, totally. You know, it's even. They have to hit that balance. So. Yeah. All right. Is that it? Is that it for this episode? I think that's it. That's it. That's it. Well, that was our one year anniversary episode. We went for 90 minutes. It was very nice and long and hard, just like you like it. Yeah, I'm looking good into your eyes. Uh, It had to be a dick joke. Yeah, it had to be a dick joke. Uh, I appreciate everybody that's checked out the the podcast, uh, whether it's here on Instagram or YouTube or Spotify or however you get it. I appreciate you. I respect you um, giving us a chance. Uh, exactly. Um, if you haven't subscribed or, or followed us or 
done any of that stuff, we would really appreciate it if you did. It uh, adds to our numbers. It adds to our, um, you know, counts up everything. It really gives us... Um, boners. Gives you know, us lots of boners. Gives us boners, but also gives us that energy to continue on, you know? Boners and energy. That's what they're, we need. They're, that's basically what we the same. they're basically the same thing. They both require a lot of energy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't, follow Moose Mouth Media, follow Act Customs by Matthew, because we both are doing some really cool shit i think and uh matt especially and you know he's doing lives on wednesday showing you how he built his customs and it's it's really awesome he's doing a lot of like cool little things of showing you how he gets to you know certain aspects of his figures and um i i, I respect it from somebody that doesn't know anything about building a custom figure he's very um you know knowledgeable on that stuff and his wednesday streams are really really good at that thanks we're gonna make a customizer out of you yet no, I have no art skills at all. So, so that's not going to happen. But no, uh, I, I I appreciate and love everything you do, and um, thanks, man. I great. hope that people check you out, but also check out our our podcast on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts and YouTube, because that helps as well. Tell that's a friend, tell yeah. a family that. Yes, exactly, yeah. and. Uh, Cheers to one year, Matt. I appreciate yeah, you. Uh, I wouldn't do this podcast without you. So that's good because it'd be weird if you were just like on here talking to me and I'm not here. So I would just be think about that. Man. I would just be doing this for <laughs> 60 minutes an episode. It could start with you asking me a question, and then you're like, "We're just gonna wait for him to join." Yeah, and it's like 70, it? 75, 90 minutes of you just waiting for me to hopefully come in and join the podcast. Yeah, I, I just stare at the camera for like the 65 minutes. I'm like, <laughs> any minute now. It's going to be here. Anytime. He's got Come on, come on. Nope. Uh, oh, I saw I saw a message in, in chat. Uh, uh, is that Matt? Nope. 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 No, no, Matt. He'll be no, here. He'll be okay. here. That's Customs yeah. by Jeff. Okay. We're good. Next. Yeah. Time. yeah customs <laughs> by Jeff. Not Matt. But he's close. He's almost Matt. Same four letters. Just give He's just dropping in. We're just waiting for Matt to come in. We're just. Yeah. <laughs> We're gonna talk to Matt and go. Nope, not Matt. Uh, not Jeff again. Jeff came back. All right, shit. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you, buddy. I appreciate you over this last year, and I yeah, hope we have thirty-five more years. Thirty-five more years. All right, that sounds good. More. Sounds good. We'll do this until we're in our late seventies. That sounds really good. <laughs> All right, buddy. All right, man. We'll have that Vaseline. We'll have that Vaseline fight afterwards. After we retire from the podcast. Can't wait. Can't wait. That's all I've been waiting for. This is the only reason I do the podcast is Vaseline fights in our future. <laughs> I was promised Vaseline fights when I'm 75. <laughs> uh, I was promised punch and pie. Thank you. <laughs> yes, I was told there would be some punch and pie. <laughs> all right, buddy. I will see you next week. All right, man. Have a good week. Yeah, peace. Bye, everybody. Cheers. Thanks, everybody.